Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another mini podcast of Away With Words. I'm Martha Barnett. Recently on our show, I made a linguistic boo-boo. Did you catch it? We were talking about the word podium, and a listener named Joel noted that the word podium originally meant something that you stand on, but more and more people are using it to mean something you stand behind, and Joel called to say he was none too happy about that. So I told him he was right about the roots of the word, even though the meaning of the word podium is now changing. I feel your pain here, Joel. Absolutely, podium comes from, ultimately, a Greek word meaning foot. It's, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it has yeah, to hold yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. hear me out. Hear me out. It's it's like podiatrist, the, the doctor who looks after your feet. It's like antipodes, the people on the other side of the world from us, exactly. There's a big old foot in that word. There sure is. Did you catch my mistake? Well, one of our listeners in Brazil did. A guy named Luciano emailed from Botucatu in the state of Sao Paulo to say that I'd mispronounced that word for people who live on the other side of the world. The word spelled A-N-T-I-P-O-D-S, he wrote, isn't pronounced antipodes. It's pronounced antipodes. And you know what? He's exactly right. The Oxford English Dictionary defines antipodes as, quote, those who dwell directly opposite to each other on the globe, so that the soles of their feet are, as it were, planted against each other. It's a poetic word, Antipodes, with those Greek roots conjuring this image of people standing soul to soul yet separated by an entire planet. The English word Antipodes was originally plural in form and referred to lots of people. The singular version, antipode, came only later by a process that linguists call backformation. In any case, my only excuse for pronouncing the word is this. In elementary school, I'd seen that singular form, antipode, and naturally assumed that the plural would be antipodes, not antipodes. Of course, you may be wondering why an elementary school kid would run into the word antipode at all, well, let me tell you about a book of poems that I love. It's called Grooks, and it's by Pete Hine. If you don't know this book, you're in for a treat. Pete Hine was a 20th century Danish scientist, poet, and designer. He was forever trying to bridge the gap between art and science. And that's probably why he counted among his close friends both Albert Einstein and Charlie Chaplin. He also wrote short, pithy poems in Danish English, and in Esperanto, which happened to be one of his other passions. Here's a poem called Problems. Problems worthy of attack prove their worth by hitting back. I'll agree with that one. Here's another he called a psychological tip. Whenever you're called on to make up your mind and you're hampered by not having any, the best way to solve the dilemma you'll find is simply by spinning a penny. No, not so that chance shall decide the affair while you're passively standing there moping, but the moment the penny is up in the air, 
you'll suddenly know what you're hoping. I tell you, I've used that tip more times than I can count. And finally, here's the poem that introduced my little elementary school self to the word antipode. It will steadily shrink our earthly abode until antipode stands upon antipode. Then souls together, the planet gone, will know the ground that we rest upon. The book is called Grooks by Pete Hine. Go to waywardradio.org for more information about this famous Danish poet and his work. Well, whether you're with us here in the States or you're a far-flung antipode, we'd love to hear your thoughts and questions about language. You can send your emails and suggestions and your corrections to words at waywardradio.org or call and leave us a message anytime, day or night. The number is 1-877-929-9673. For Away With Words, I'm Martha Barnett. Support for Away With Words comes from WordSmart, the vocabulary building software. Improving your vocabulary, reading comprehension, and critical thinking skills will increase your chances for success. Learn more online at wordsmart.tv. And from iUniverse, supported self-publishing. Is there a book in you? Find out how to publish it at 1-800-AUTHORS or learn more online at iUniverse.com. Hey, listeners, we have a favor to ask. We'd love for you to fill out our listener survey at gum.fm slash words. Your feedback is crucial. It's quick, and it helps us make our show even better. It shapes our show, helps us plan, and ensures we're bringing you the content you love. That's gum.fm slash words. Thanks for being a part of what we do. Thank you.